conversations about yesterday's animation animations. Saturday morning cartoon fair. Days past Ghostbusters, Transformers, DuckTales, Days, 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 It's not a particularly deep show, so you will like us. I dealt with your asses for too long. You turn me evil. No, you are already that way. Don't blame me. Days past. Welcome to the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. Walking that straight line uh-huh, march uh-huh. to episode 100. Yes, baby, it's coming close. A new cartoon every every dang episode. <laughs> every corner. <laughs> We're doing it, yeah. yeah. We're just picking them up as we walk down the street. Uh-huh, one at a time. And today we have arrived at a cartoon that I remember watching very briefly back when we first started thinking we we're going to cover this. Yes. And I'm glad that we have not covered it until we almost read 100 episodes. Yeah, it's fitting. It's it's, fitting. it's a huge cartoon. It still continues in various forms even through this day. Yes. This very day. And will always be there until the day that there we is, die. Yeah, it's kind of, le- it is legendary. Uh-huh. In fact, yep. they say it is a legend in the cartoon. <laughs> we are talking about a robot so cool that Optimus Prime agreed to do his intro voiceover. They literally got the man who voices Optimus Prime (laughs) to do his voiceover. That is like getting Stephen King to write the intro to your book, or at least the quote on the back cover. Yeah, (laughs) to give you a shout out, yeah. We are talking about 1984's number one coolest robot, Voltron. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The legend of Voltron, defender of the universe, a mighty robot, loved by good, feared by evil. You got to be a good person, and you'll—that's the litmus test for a person's character. You're afraid, or you you love Voltron, and I guess I'm a good person. Are you, Travis? Yes, today. today he, yeah. I love Voltron. Me too. I love him. Mm-hmm. I had his toy before I ever saw the cartoon. Same here. Growing up, I got it from my cousin. Mm-hmm. And thank you, cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <Salute>. <laughs> or your aunt, yeah. uh-huh. my aunt, your mom, my aunt, who gave it to me without your knowledge. Right. Whichever. You weren't playing with it anymore. Who cares? <laughs> he is Optimus Prime sponsored. That's a big deal. That's a big deal because that guy, he doesn't take bribes. No. He's got a heart of gold. No. And this this is a robot so badass that he has a sword and his hands and feet are roaring lion heads. Uh. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. I'm just saying. Look, there's... <laughs> This is, oh man, he's so great. I, I loved going back and watching this. They call him at one point the king of robots, uh-huh. which I do wonder about. Uh, one, is that an honorary title or do they, are they under a monarchy, <laughs> robots? Because I honestly, again, going back to Optimus Prime, I would think he's at least the prime minister uh-huh. of robots. But also, I don't really think of him as a robot, Voltron. Right. He's more of a, an assemblage of vehicles uh. that people are piloting. <laughs> because this is one of those shows, you, you've seen it elsewhere. Uh-huh. At this point, it is a trope. But this is five people fly robotic lions and combine them to form an even bigger robot, Yep, Voltron. You've seen it. You've seen it. You <laughs> time would, and time again. If yeah. you're me as a kid in the 1990s, uh-huh. you see Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and you think that was the start. Go, go, power, 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 power. 
I thought they were ripping off Voltron. Okay. Because, you know, I thought they were ripping off Voltron, but that's yeah. not the case. Yep. But there's some genre shit to get into. We, we got some business to get into. Uh. Voltron is a is a show with a lot of wrinkles on it. Uh-huh. And not just because it's now 30 some. It's as old as I am. 36 yes. years old. Yeah. Old. Way old. Uh-huh. We're not going to get into my wrinkles. We're going to get into this robot's <laughs> oh, wrinkles. Okay. 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 Gotcha. This is our first anime that we have covered. Yeah. We, we've covered a lot of shows where they send the animation over to Japan yep. to get it done over there. But this is a show that was originally an anime series, meaning a Japanese cartoon that was aired in Japan just a couple of years before it came out here as Voltron Defender of the Universe. Defender of the Universe. So to get on the same page as our, our lovely friends over in Japan, okay, I'd like to define what this show is genre-wise. I mean, it's sci-fi yeah. and fantasy, because there's a lot of medieval shit in uh, it for some reason. Yeah. But in Japan, they have a, a lot of genres that are very specifically spelled out. One of them would be mecha. Mecha is a Western term borrowed from the Japanese abbreviation of the English word mechanical, often used to refer to anime and manga about robots, as well as the robots themselves. Mecha anime feature robots with human pilots. The robots themselves can be big, really big, powered suits, vehicles, vehicles that turn into robots, artificially intelligent, or even controlled by remote. There's also super robot, which doesn't sound like a genre. It sounds like... uh, you're, you're judging a robot. Yeah. That's a real super <laughs> swell robot, even. It's a compliment. It's just a compliment. The protagonists of Super Robot are often hot-blooded young men or women fighting against extraterrestrial or interdimensional threats. Super Robots tend to be much larger than real robots and feature flashy weapons and flamboyant designs. This Voltron character is like a giant humanoid made built from lions. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we all wish we could say this of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And they talk about him like he is a, a, a messiah figure. Uh-huh. That he is, yeah. he, it is he. That is Voltron is a character. A mystic figure. Yes. A yeah. person that's a, a hero. So Power Rangers we were talking about. Yes. If you grew up in the 90s, you saw the Zords. Uh-huh. The Zords descended on your life yeah. and, and they overtook your Toys R Us and everything. Uh-huh. And you're dealing with various different robotic dinosaurs with the original one. That's the only one that I know shit about. Yeah. It's the only one I will... Fuck with, oh, as the kids say. Yeah. Same here. And I thought, here's a bunch of uh, like color-coded kids who are piloting color-coded vehicles yep. that are robotic that turn into a giant robot. Morphin' time, baby. Isn't it? They morph. And there's yeah. a Megazord. And I just thought, man, what a rip of Voltron. But that series is real similar to what they did with this series, where they took what was called Super Sentai, yeah. which is the series that has been running since 1975 uh-huh. over in Japan. And they recut it with American actors Basically just took old footage, redubbed it, and then used a little bit of new footage from here and created the Power Rangers. So 75 easily, you know, it beats, if you do the math, uh-huh. it beats 1981 or 82. Right. Sentai means force or squadron. So super force or squadron. You've got heroes that fight huge monsters in Mecha. Mm-hmm. And now you can use all the glossary to figure out that this show is awesome uh-huh. and it is not entirely original. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Voltron, uh, Defender of the Universe, is the original series that was released here in America. Yeah. And that's what we'll be focusing on today. But the popularity really never went away. It it went nuts. Mm-hmm. Voltron 
Voltron Nutsoidness uh, <laughs> took us over, <laughs> took the nation by storm. But there's been multiple series since then. There's uh, one that was 3D, Voltron, the third dimension. There was one more recently on Nickelodeon called Voltron Force. And then really recently, yeah. there's been a number of seasons on Netflix, Netflix yep. Legendary Defender. And that one has, is very highly regarded. Mm-hmm. So he's got legs. <laughs> and they're made out of lions. And he knows how to he, use them. Yeah. Yeah. He knows, <laughs> he knows how to use them. <laughs> I honestly didn't remember the song for a second. <laughs> it's fine. I was just going <laughs> to yeah. roll with it. But ZZ Top, I mean, it definitely fits. Yeah. That era of ZZ Top fits with Voltron perfectly. Yeah. The nuanced story of Voltron, Defender of the Universe, begins with a man named Ted Coppler, or Coplar. I don't know. Coplar sounds like a Voltron name. <laughs> it does. They call me Coplar. He was a TV programmer who founded World Events Productions in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And the story goes, it goes a few ways, like okay. these stories usually do. Yeah. <laughs> either Ted or people representing the company, WEP, yep. they either saw anime at an international programming convention in France, or he or they just saw anime at a science fiction convention. Yeah. I don't Maybe somebody just like was there like secretly as a right. nerd yeah. before nerds could do these things yeah. you know, in public. Yeah. And they saw it. Anime and said, the U.S. needs this shit. Yeah. And they weren't wrong. Yeah, this is going to do well over there. They were right. I mean, if you yeah. go, if you look at Voltron, it is just, it hits everything on the what do kids want checklist. It hits all those spots and pizza is not even in that. No, that, th- no, yeah. no, no, no. There's no, there's no real toot here. I mean, if you get it on the list, space. Yeah. Monsters. Uh-huh. Robots. Yep. And somehow also castles. Yep. Swords. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. And kitties. Yes. They're all, all here, them, all, all my them. friends. Yeah. <laughs> so World Event Productions contacted Toy Animation in Japan and said, send us the one with the lion. That was the language that they used, apparently, because <laughs> they saw some cartoon from Japan called Future Robot Daltanius. <laughs> and instead they were sent Beast King Go Lion. That's it's a different series. The other one just has like a lion's head as a body or mm-hmm. something, which yeah. is that's not as cool as being made out of multiple lions. Not at all. The lion no. scale. Yeah. Easily doesn't check out for sure. Five beats one. Yeah. And once they got it, the producers were like, I don't know. This is a better series anyway. Yeah. So but this is originally a series called Beast King Go Lion that ran from 81 to 82. And the people over here in America, WEP. They supposedly had no way of translating it. Like, nobody spoke Japanese, and I guess nobody was going to bother to even go to a local college to find somebody who did. And they just, they split up the jobs of figuring out what the plots probably are, Uh, writing new dialogue for it, and making various edits, which we'll get to in a bit. Uh And so it's almost like like an American-Japanese fusion uh, restaurant that they opened. Yeah. You know, because they they didn't really do anything. I mean, they they redubbed it and they rewrote dialogue and and made some changes. But all they really did is cut it together like a a PowerPoint presentation. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So the first season, Voltron Defender of the Universe, 1984 to 1985, they just took all 52 episodes of Beast King Goliath and did their did their magic. Beast King, go, 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 lion (laughs) and release them. And that was it. Then season two came around and they had a hit on their hands. They said, "Okay, well, we're out of Beast King Goliath episodes. Voltron, Voltron now has a trailer. 
He now has a trailer at this point. <laughs> yeah, he has an agent. You uh-huh. can, you can. Oh man, don't want to deal with him or his agent. <laughs> Never. So they said we will use a different anime and cut bits of it into also bits. Because here's the thing, they use this series called Armored Fleet Dairuger XV or 15. Uh, who knows? Okay, right. No way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even bother. Yes, for the second season. But they needed to still... That show doesn't have the same characters in it mm-hmm. as Beast King Goliath. Yeah. So they had to edit like <laughs> footage of the characters from the first season, which is from a different anime, yeah. with scenes from this anime, which had different... It didn't have the lions right. in it. The whole setup was like, well, because we can't keep using the lions because we ran out of those episodes. <laughs> We're all fresh out <laughs> of lions. We're going to have to use this other program where they have 15 different land, sea, and air vehicles that combine into multiple big robots that then combine into, quote-unquote, vehicle Voltron instead of Lion Voltron. (laughs) And this is one of—because he's too far away to reach Uh because they're exploring or whatever. This is one of the few times where it's like cars are a downgrade from lions. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I would rather ride a car than a lion. Yeah. I don't trust them. Cars not going to eat me. From Mystic Messiah Lions, yes, yes. You're, you're taking a step back. And now you're made out of, I mean, when I read land, air, and sea vehicles, I just imagine a Voltron made out of junk, uh-huh. like a Voltron made out of hover <laughs> hover vehicles, <and> right? <laughs> helicopters, <laughs> like just this awkwardly built humanoid out of various vehicles. Yeah. Well, that was not as popular with the kiddos. Mm-hmm. And uh, so season three, like kids are saying, where are my goddamn Robo Kitties? <laughs> Mom! <laughs> So, World Events Productions actually contacted Toy Animation over in Japan, and they had them create 24 original, brand new episodes. Need a hot, fresh order. Yeah, that they could actually make from scratch and actually call any of the shots on besides getting a bunch of footage of shit and just recut. I mean, it's we do it like on YouTube where people recut things into trailer, like you cut Predator so that it's a trailer for a romance movie or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's basically what, it was a predecessor of that that they were doing. For today's episode, yeah, Travis, we, you and I took a journey, didn't we? Oh, a long journey. A long Longer journey. Longer than I thought it would take. Yeah. Uh, it, it kept growing. The journey kept growing at every turn. <laughs> it's like somebody was tricking us into continuing <laughs> down the road, like a hitchhiker who said, drop me off in New York. And they're like, well, no, actually, um, just go a little bit further, like into upstate. And then you're like, more. Uh, more. Maine. And uh. then it's Canada. And then it's the North Pole. <laughs> yep. Because it takes five episodes four or five episodes, really, for Voltron to actually show up in Voltron form. (laughs) Defender of the Universe. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane uh, to to think of it now. Like, this is not a Netflix series. This is not HBO. I'm not here to see Bon Jovi without John Bon Jovi. I want to see the whole band. Uh I don't want to just see, like... Ricky, what's his face, playing, or Simbora, playing alone with the band. Right. I want to see everybody at once. It tricked us. (laughs) For sure. Even though Voltron doesn't officially get formed until four or five, they still manage to use this same Voltron animation that gets used in every episode. Just uh-huh. like somebody just thinks of Voltron. Yeah. They just dream about the idea of Voltron and all the audio and all the all the same shots and everything get used. But as a kid, it was just like He-Man raising his sword and saying, I have the power. It's the same one minute of audio, of footage, whatever. My eyes just rolled back in my head. Yeah. The drool started coming out. 
it was just like a sweet, sweet hit to that vein. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a win-win from their, you know, from their, uh, their so, point of view. Yeah. I would certainly buy some time. Yeah. Uh, so they managed to fill that up. But yeah, I, I numerous times said out loud, where's Voltron? Yeah. Have you seen him? <laughs> do you need, I, do you need help? I started asking around the neighborhood. Yeah. Hey, have you seen Voltron recently? <laughs> On three episodes in, he hasn't shown his face. At, at all. Seriously. Are you getting the same thing? Is, you, is my TV broken? <laughs> Did you, is your electricity off too? Well, they keep, they talk about him a lot. Yes. Uh, there is a thing called the Galaxy Alliance in this future world where the Earth has joined with other quote unquote good planets. Uh-huh. Only the good planets are allowed, <laughs> which sounds like a real tolerant organization. Yes. Uh, it's basically like... Starfleet Federation in yeah. Star Trek. It's like, oh, the people who have decided to get peaceful and get with the program all are a part of this galactic community. And there's they call a meeting early on in one of the episodes to talk about how there's trouble. And one of these old generals, it's just a, a table full of white men. It's like yes. uh, <laughs> Dr. Strangelove, uh-huh. one of those, those rooms. And this guy, just in the middle of them talking about all the problems they're having, he says, Long ago, there was a legend on planet Eris about a castle of lions that held the secret of the super robot, Voltron. Voltron could save them. Like, that is just a viable, accept... Like, think of General Schwarzkopf just bringing up as a combat option. Well, you know, I keep bringing this up. If we just got Excalibur, like, we could... (laughs) We could win this thing real quick if we just got... Like, you would kick him out. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) But they, they are telling us that this is a known legend that this... This assembled robot is a game changer. Is a game changer, but is also not available. Mm-hmm. He's disappeared <laughs> in multiple locations. Yes. All right. When the show was brought over from Japan, yes, they made any number of changes. Obviously, they replaced the dialogue. Yeah. They had to write new dialogue. <laughs> There's, yeah, there is plot changes because at least because they just didn't know exactly what was happening oh, in the plot, yeah, how to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. So they did their best. Yeah. But they also made changes for various reasons to adapt it for American audiences. Mm. One of the big changes is the origin of Voltron. The origin that we get in the show that they get to is like if Voltron wrote an autobiography and gave you his version of the events. It's like (laughs) pro-Voltron propaganda because it makes him look a lot better. Oh, yeah, for sure. So in the Japanese version... And he's not called Voltron in the Japanese version. He's yeah. Go Lion or Go, whatever it is. Go like, Easter, Voltron yeah. is just a made up term. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't think it's real. In Japan, it was that thousands of years ago, Voltron, as we know him, was an arrogant robot. So he was a sentient being unto himself. Mm-hmm. And he had the, the sin of pride about him. And he challenged the goddess of the universe and lost. And she split him into five lions so that he'd grow a soul as punishment. Like, this is mythic shit. That's a lot heavier. That's crazy. <laughs> like, this is a, the god, the goddess of the universe. Like, that's just, oh, yeah, you know, he checked in with her and it didn't go well. And yeah. so he got punished. Uh-huh. What? This changes the nature of, of Voltron completely. 100%. In this, in, in the American version, it's that... The evil witch yeah. that works for the bad guys disguised herself as a goddess yep. and tricked Voltron, much like Voltron tricked us into watching multiple episodes, <laughs> tricked Voltron into fighting her, and then she split him up into five. Like, that's such a spin job. Yep. And yeah, laid a curse. Laid a curse on him. Laid a curse on him. Yeah, yep. just giving him a little, little curse. <laughs> a little cherry there. Yeah. Like, that, that's so funny to me because it just feels like. Oh, we can't have a, a robot that was ever misbehaving on this uh-huh. show. Like, we can't let the kids <laughs> be looking up to that robot. 
That's a lot heavier, Will. It, it is heavy. Yeah. This show got, look, the changes they made were to lighten it up a yeah. bit, no doubt. And there were also changes to remove any traces of Japanese-ness. And blood. Well, oh yeah, blood for sure. And that's kind of part of the Japanese heritage is that they'll, their shows, their cartoons are going to be more violent, have some more explicit things in it. But they would like take things out like chopsticks or kanji or or certain facial expressions that looked too anime. Uh-huh. They would just cut them because they don't want anyone to think that Voltron is anything but American. red-blooded American. <laughs> that motherfucker is American. That's a Ford right there, baby. That's right. Yeah, he's a Ford Voltron. Yeah. I drive a Ford Voltron. Comes Ford country. Look at that truck. Thus, for five episodes or so, we, instead of hanging with Voltron, yeah. and we're not hanging with Mr. Cooper. Nope. <laughs> nope. That would have spiced this up a bit. We're hanging with these five space explorers mm-hmm. for most of that time. And these are your uh, the equivalent of your Power Rangers, yeah. I guess. They explore space. <laughs> that They sure do. That's how they got themselves into this mess. <laughs> and they're just five white guys. Yeah, and uh, there's one small, one big, and one highly <laughs> Swedish man. Sven. Sven. <laughs> What's it's the like, joy? A joy. I, he made this so much more palatable. It looks pretty bad through the telescanners. <laughs> Let's get down there as fast as we can. It's one of Zarkon's attack ships that stayed behind to mop up. Our laser blasters aren't even scratching him. If a couch from Ikea came to life and started talking, it would sound like Sven. <laughs> I talk like this. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, it's just, uh, hey, Leo, how are you doing? It's silly. You miss a sphin. Oh, no, the Voltron is a camming. <laughs> just over and over. And everything he says seems like it was just forced into his mouth, uh-huh. which I guess it was technically. Yeah. <laughs> he certainly didn't sound like that in the Japanese. <laughs> now, Sven is at the center of one of the major changes to the U.S. version. Yeah. In the Japanese version... They had things like torture, corpses, decapitations. Characters died. Sven, and he was not called Sven in the Japanese, dies, I think, about six or seven episodes in. Here in America, we said, oh, no, 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 we can't kill that, no, that, sir. that kind no. Swedish man. These are a comic relief. Yeah, well, they do take him out of the game. I mean, mm-hmm. he's done. It's just that they, like, he says, like, he's like, I can't go on, or whatever, and then they just remove him and put him in triage for episodes and episodes and episodes. Yeah. Like, they just take him, because they don't have animation of him, so they explain it that he is just hurt and uh-huh. healing somewhere. Which is, I, I think, what you tell your kid when you can't explain death yet. Like, you're just... For sure. Yeah. He's at the hospital. Well, yeah, when your kid's parrot goes goes awry. Goes missing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, your kid's parrot. Yeah. <laughs> when the gods come to take us to the arena, we'll rush them. The little guy, Pidge. Yes, sir. You know, he, I don't know if he's a kid or if he's just a smaller guy. Mm-hmm. He certainly is kid size. And his voice. <laughs> Sounds like this. Let's try and sneak out while the Robeast is busy eating his lunch. A castle. I'll bet that's the legendary Castle of Lions. I ended up really liking him a lot more than I thought I would the kid character. Yeah. The plucky guy. Uh, He's dressed in green. He's got huge glasses. And he's also wearing a headband. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting choice. Like a lady's headband. Yes. Like across the top. And it's a good look. It looks great. Looks good in green. (laughs) He is the epitome of, let me at him! Uh Like he takes on an entire force of supposedly robot soldiers and just slaughters them all. Yeah. (laughs) They so many times say that they are robots. Like they are insisting over and over and over these soldiers are robots. Thousands of robots. Come on, you robots. 
robots? You're only a bunch of nuts and bolts. Get that one or I'll have you all melted down into scrap metal. I kind of got myself surrounded by Sarkon's killer robots. And I'm going to tell you, in the Japanese, they weren't robots. Uh They were just soldiers from an alien planet who are getting straight murdered. Uh Stone cold murdered. And... You could see probably one of them just dying on the ground in a puddle of blood with his organs exposed. And someone's just like, good thing he's a robot. Because <laughs> as we've taught you, uh, robot genocide is just what happens in 80s cartoons. We, uh, I would say even to this day, yeah. it is. we have not come very far in robot rights. You can murk a robot. Like it's going it's on style. Yeah. yeah. If he gets in the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> done. And the big guy, Hunk. Hunky Garrett. his name. <laughs> Hunk Garrett. Is Hunk Garrett his Hunk name? Garrett, yep. Hunk Garrett, Hunk, Hunk Garretton. <laughs> He's a Hunk Garretton. Hunk is uh, basically a dock worker that they dress in orange and force to fly yes. a robot lion. Ooh, this is real humiliating. Before we leave, I'd like to get my hands on Zarkon. Why'd those ugly birds drop us in here anyway? This place gives me the creeps. I love this guy. He, he, what do you mean they're doing this? Like he, he's so out of place. Yeah. He has no skills, seemingly, except for loudness. He, he's always big arm walking. Always big arm. Can't help it. He's yeah. so, he is so big. He is just round <laughs> in the middle. Like he's the only one that looks way different in his costume. Yeah. Like they had to get a bigger size. Yeah. The, the buttons don't, <laughs> don't fit. <laughs> but then the other two that you're left with are, uh, one of them's especially important. Mm-hmm. You've got Keith, who's the leader, and you have Lance who is the other normal white guy, (laughs) like not fat or small or Swedish. Yeah. To put it in Power Rangers terms, Keith is Jason, the Uh Red Ranger. And so he does things by the book and keeps everybody positive. Yeah. It's the leader. Calling Galaxy Garrison. This is Air Unit Leader Keith. Right. We'll really have to use our wits to get out of this trap. Vultures may not be very attractive, but they gave us a hand and we should be grateful. I'll always think they're beautiful. And then Lance. We're in a pretty tight spot, but we've gotten out of worse before. Is Tommy. Is Tommy, totally. Because he is the Tom one that's out. going to say, hey, you know what, man? Maybe I want to do it my way. Yeah, be cool, dude. Dragon sword. Diving into the episodes now, we are faced immediately with a major difference from the Japanese to Voltron as we know it. Uh-huh, yeah. And it's watching all of these episodes. I, I just couldn't help but watch it through that lens the whole time of you guys are trying to fix this up so that kids can watch it and parents <laughs> won't write you. Like right, you're just saying, oh, yeah. shit, what did we buy? OK, so at the beginning, you, you're in space and you're seeing all this destruction and you're you're making your way to a planet like yeah. it's kind of a, a POV shot of a spaceship and the the space explorers are just saying things over this literally like people are just going in afterwards and saying like wow we're in space uh-huh. I'm going to tell you what's happening <laughs> your favorite <laughs> yeah, yeah, your yeah. Favorite. they come to this blue green planet yeah. that is being attacked and ultimately almost destroyed uh-huh. by evil alien forces yeah okay in the US in Voltron the planet that the explorers who ultimately are going to be called Voltron Force yeah cool name <laughs> is Eris, A-R-U-S, yep. and it's it's just decimated by the bad guys. In Japan, they were returning to Earth. Everything we saw happen, yeah. like buildings being taken over by giant explosions and just mass destruction, yes. 
All of it was actually caused by a nuclear World War III. Yeah. So they're returning, actually. What we saw right. was just a reskinning of Apocalypse. <laughs> like they just said, okay, cool. We, yeah, we don't want to show the kids uh, <laughs> just a destroyed, barren Earth. Yeah. So let's... Let's make it an alien planet. They're just getting over Thundar the Barbarian. Let's let's not <laughs> let's not crush our souls again, please. And they even put they show an establishing shot of the planet, and it says in this really cheap font, "Planet Eris," as uh. though like it might as well have just said one hundred percent not Earth. <laughs> we swear. And they escape. They end up fighting bad guys and escaping there. It's. Look, we're going to be with these guys a lot, and a lot happens between when we meet them and (laughs) when they actually become Voltron. And I'm going to tell you, not a lot of it is super important. So they ultimately escape being in the bad guy's clutches, and they escape to the Castle Eris, which is... Not Earth. Not not Earth. Earth. It's not Castle Earth. No, 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 no. no. It's weirdly medieval. Like, the... the, (laughs) The whole, a lot of this is because not only are, is this castle, like they're like, there's the castle of the five lions of Voltron. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's just a dilapidated castle from medieval times. Yes. And when they get inside, they're greeted by this guy, Koran, who is in an 1800s frock carrying a candlestick. He looks <laughs> like he's on break from hunting Dracula. Like it's like, wh- I thought we were in space. I thought we were spaceships uh, uh, robot lions futuristic yet dated like very dated uh-huh. I, I, yeah. I mean, and i like that that combo is cool but it just feels weird it doesn't right. feel right <laughs> he said dracula <laughs> so Koran introduces us to another important character named princess allura mm-hmm. who when she walks into the room is literally sparkling for no reason yeah. other than I, I, if we're looking at it through Pidge's eyes, because he's a horny little guy. Oh, yeah. Her, even her tears sparkle. Yeah. yeah her she's tears just, just, she's just a magically hot lady, yeah. a, according to them. My subjects are afraid. Zarkon's attack was brutal, and he took most of our people as slaves. To our friends, the Voltron Force, who fought bravely and stopped wicked Zarkon from destroying our planet. She looks like Princess Zelda on loan. Right. I mean, really. Like, even down to the pink yeah. dress and the little headband made out of metal and everything. Yeah. A poor man's. Or a rich man's. Okay. Maybe maybe Zelda's the poor man's <laughs> Princess Laura. <laughs> now, ultimately, when Sven is uh, sidelined, retired, definitely not killed, but injured. Yeah. Uh, somebody, not killed on Earth. No, not killed on Earth. When somebody has to take over his robotic lion, yeah. it's Princess Laura. But they don't put her in his black costume. And the, the colors are all fucked on this thing because, <laughs> like... Sven wears a black costume, but he pilots the blue lion. Yeah. And then when he is not killed, Princess Allura comes in with a pink costume to fly the blue lion. There's no and rules. Well, there's no rules except for ladies have to wear pink. That's the <laughs> and maybe that was a choice of hers. That's uh-huh. uh, look, ladies, some ladies like pink, yeah. some guys like pink. Yeah. But it's the <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> the setup we're given is that. Voltron in its five pieces, yep. these individual lines, they're all hidden, not that far from the castle, honestly. like This is something that could have been done well before right. now to uh-huh. fight these bad guys. <laughs> but that they need to get five keys to activate the five lines. Yeah. And each of the keys are hidden over here, and each of the lines is in a different area that is similar. Like, there's a red line, and it's in a volcano that 
exists nearby and the blue line is underwater like it feels but not not even an ocean just like a, no, a the lake. moat the moat that <laughs> yeah, surrounds the castle yeah. and it just feels a hundred percent video game uh-huh. like when you play an old role-playing game or even like mario world it's like there's always a world there's a fire world there's an ice world there's a everything's big world all that sh- <laughs> like that's it's just so i mean as a kid I've talked about this before. Like, I love Planeteers because everybody does something different. And uh-huh. It's all very segmented. And yeah. It's like keeping all my my food in different parts of the plate. Right. Like, I love those segmented <laughs> segmented plates. I know you do. I, know I don't do. now. I can I can deal with some spillage. Mm-hmm. I have to wash my hands a lot afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. You got to talk to your counselor. But same thing here where it's like the idea, like whenever they awaken these lions, they have to come from the fireplace and the yeah. water place. But they don't have special powers. They're all just big robot lions. <laughs> It turns out the king, Allura's dad, who's dead, had the Voltron keys buried with him. Of course. I don't don't know how that helps anything. I mean, he was killed by these bad guys who they need Voltron to fight. Yeah. But he's like, you know what? Just leave the keys with me. You come <laughs> see me after I'm dead. And which they do. They find him in a sarcophagus with a mustache on it. <laughs> Like, I, I love this idea that uh-huh. if you, you have an Egyptian sarcophagus made for you, but it has to match your facial features. So if you had a beard, if you had a mole or something like that, it's all there. It looks ridiculous. Yes, it does. <laughs> Someone has to make that. Someone has to yes. spend time making that. Yes. Well, it's and the idea of keeping these keys in his coffin or his, his tomb or whatever. It just seems selfish. Like uh, there, there are choices. There are dying wishes. And then there are dying wishes. Yeah. For sure. And there are ones that you say, absolutely, absolutely, King Grandpa or whatever. And then the second they're gone, come on. <laughs> but we got a ghost out of it. Yeah. The man appears as a ghost. Uh-huh. No one is phased. So yeah. and this is a world where science fiction, magics, the supernatural, it's, again, all the best tunes. Yeah. It's kitchen sink rules. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everything must go. We've mentioned bad guys. Uh-huh. We've and danced on them. We've danced on them. We've danced on them. And now, no more dancing around. Okay. Check this out. Okay. Right. Check in. Yeah, this is... Uh, uh, villains, take note. <laughs> they are the Drool Empire, ruled by King Zarkon, who operates out of Castle Doom on Planet Doom. This is how villains do. Yes. Okay? Uh They're riding around in spaceships and tanks made out of bones. Yes. This is, this is villainy 101. It's evil. Get it right. Yeah. Okay, guys? Uh Man, I love it. They're not especially effective or, and they all seem cartoonish, but as far as optics and names go. Yeah. They got it on lockdown. Top notch. Yes. A A number one. Yep. (laughs) Zarkon, the evil king. Yeah. A lot of the bad guys are like blue semi-amphibious or furry people. He's like he's like a blue lizard man yeah. with big fish ears. But he also sounds like Brian Doyle Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> like his voice, very unmatched. Planet Eris is defeated, and I, Zarkon, rule the entire universe. And with the capture of the space explorers, I need no longer fear the Galaxy Alliance. Yeah, I got a new one where I rap. Come bust a move where the games are played. It's chill, it's fresh, it's Noah's Arcade. What do you think of that? He is served by the evil witch, Hagar. Uh-huh. Not Sammy. <laughs> not the pants. Nah, yeah, guys, I know not where you're going pan. with this. Not yeah. Sammy, Hagar, not the slacks. Yeah. 
she's a very green lady in a robe. Uh-huh. But her voice, you know, in Halloween, when there are the motion activated yes. things that you set out front, uh-huh. like maybe it's a pumpkin, maybe it's a vampire, whatever. Her voice is just taken from one of those motion activated witches that you would put right. out front to startle kids. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is the Wicked Witch of the West, 100%. Yes. Beware! The Castle of Lions holds the secret of Voltron. Just hope no one discovers it. Here's where the fun starts, my evil cat. Yes, sire, Voltron will be destroyed and the young ones enslaved. How? I have a new evil plan you'll love. It's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) So never trust a Hagar. Uh Uh-huh. Whether it's a space witch or Sammy. Yeah. Don't trust the pants either. Right. I've seen people lose their pants before. (laughs) Oh, a hundred times. And if you're not sure who's evil when you're watching Voltron, fill out this questionnaire. Okay. Number one, do they have a mohawk? Check. If you answered yes, then they're evil. That's <laughs> there's a lot of that. The all these these supposedly robotic forces, yeah. like pretty much all the drool people, have these natural fins on their head. It looks like Mohawks. Even right. Hagar's cat that she is always holding, who is clearly evil. She, she's grooming the shit out of this always. cat. Yeah. It's it's pampered, you know. <laughs> People are close with their cats. Yeah. It has a mohawk. Uh-huh. It's just like they're supposing that like if you got a mohawk, you naturally evil mohawk man. Right. Mohawk fin evil. Yes. Okay. And if you didn't think that Zarkon uh-huh. and his drool yeah. empire. <laughs> right. <laughs> D-R-U-L-E. If you didn't think that they were evil enough already. Uh, they got something so right that it's wrong, uh, <laughs> but they got it so wrong, they got it right. Right, okay, yes. yeah. It's like an evil Pop-Tart. So hot, it's cool. <laughs> so cool, it'll murder you. They have beings called Robeasts. Yeah. What a fucking cool name. Robeast. <laughs> Although it does sound like what you would call like your, your college friend who's on the road team. Uh-huh. Go get him, Robeast. <laughs> if, you, if you go to Harvard. He's such a Robeast. He's a fucking Robeast. Harvard. <laughs> I, I associate Harvard with rowing. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. Stroke. No, I get it. I get the connection. I believe they call them robeasts to imply that they are at least partially robot, uh. so that when we slaughter them and cut them in half, like Voltron tends to do, it's just wires. Yeah, it's, it's wires, like, oh baby. god, they're just robots. I know there's blood, but that's just uh, fake blood. Uh huh. It's robot blood. Motherboards, but no mothers. Yes, <laughs> all that. So these robeasts start off as like kind of humanoid sized beings and they are they are so ugly and weird looking like it's it's for a kid. Uh-huh. You're not ready for this level of evil savagery because no. they're just like Aah! it's just like it's it's like seeing uh, John Carpenter's The Thing at uh-huh. too early an age. Right. It's kind of along those lines. I think a part of what makes them very uncomfortable to look at is that at least the two main ones that we saw yeah. had altered nipples. <laughs> alternate nipples even like it's not jewelry it's like one had drill bits for nipples and the other one had cannons yes the drill bits are really bothered me yeah uh it's it's a lot it really it really gets to me it does yeah 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 i got a thing (laughs) they go out of their way i got an aversion to nipples i'm trying to get i'm gonna see if i can get mine removed at this point this woke something back up a reduction a nipple reduction (laughs) a a complete reduction zero percent nipple they start off semi-normal size, but then when they're selected, because they like fight each other in uh-huh. a in a gladiator match, they have hunger for one thing, and that's that's flesh. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you get. Yeah, kids, guess what? There's no redeeming quality here. 
They fight each other in this gladiator style match. And then when they're selected from that as the winner, then they are going to be sent against Voltron. Uh huh. And that's when they get big. Yeah. And the, it, it reminds me of those spongy dinosaurs that you would like spray with water. And then they, it's all it is because yeah. they just spray gas and uh-huh. energy on them. And then they go <laughs> and then get bigger, big enough to fight Voltron. But the way that they arrive first in their little capsule, it's like you send them in a pill uh-huh. and then you spray them. Yep. And then blah, 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 yeah. blah. they arrive in space coffins. Yeah, baby. We're talking a coffin uh-huh. that a Dracula would live in. Yes. And with a skull. I mean, it's, it's like totally gothed out. No mustache. No mustache. No, mustache, no, no, no sarcophagi okay. here. <laughs> That is rocketed through space, yep. arrives on the planet, opens up, and there's a monster inside. Yeah. And then it's sprayed with energy no until water, it's giant. Just- <laughs> yeah, no, you don't need the hose for this. <laughs> you spray them with energy and shit, and they get in, they turn into a huge monster. That is the very definition of metal. Uh-huh. That is that is everything Black Sabbath set out to accomplish in one genius stroke. So there comes a point where the Voltron Force has got all the lions but one. They're trying to figure out how to find this one missing key that goes to the big black lion that's the best lion. Oh, for sure. If you're going to fly one of Uh, them, it's the big one. It's the body. Yeah. It's got this weird humanoid head in its mouth that becomes Uh Voltron's head when you put them together as Voltron. And the turning point of this like five or six episode arc arrives on the tiny backs of super intelligent... (laughs) Space mice. Uh-huh. Because, and this is not, they don't, like, give them a hint as to where the key is. No. They don't They do not do some amazing sacrifice. Uh-uh. The idea is that these mice, at some point, these are literally just mice. Yes. There's mice that are blue and pink. And you're, you're teased with them throughout, throughout the, the five episodes. They keep showing up everywhere and right. people just say, ah, mice, whatever. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, okay. we'll call an exterminator yeah. when this whole thing's over. <laughs> All they've done is stolen the key, uh-huh. and they have it somewhere, yeah. and then they return it. Yeah. That's how they get the... <laughs> Yeah, that's uh-huh. the character. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Voltron Force, when they realize that the, the mice probably have it, they capture and interrogate yeah. these mice in a cage. Do you mice know anything about another key like this one? Okay, now we know you can chew your way through anything. So where were you when the key disappeared? You, with the innocent face. Confess! And the only thing that really saves them is that Princess Allura runs out and reveals two things about herself. One, that she's a total nerd uh-huh. who grew up with no friends except yep. for these space mice. And two, that she is one of those alternate mammal people, uh-huh. like someone who has a weasel or a ferret or a gerbil. Yeah. Somebody says, dog, cat, no thanks. I got to go with something else. <laughs> yeah, this squirrel fell out of the tree. Now I'm going to raise it <laughs> as my right. child. Because these were her only friends growing up. And they... I. She moonlit as Cinderella, basically. That's what but, we got. Yes, yeah. because they are smart to the... They don't speak uh, a language that we understand. Allura understands uh-huh. them. Yeah. But in her flashback to her childhood, they start playing... I don't know what the music's called. I don't know if yeah. that is the can-can, but I do know that <laughs> these dance. mice danced... The can can uh, for uh, her in little costumes with leggings and everything. Uh-huh. What? What the hell? What's happening? What Japan, are we doing? Japan. Japan. What the hell? 
Now, do you know what what Japan like how they explain this on there? What was going on with their didn't come up? So I can only imagine that it's something so dark, so deep, sinister, and, yeah, so twisted that it will never be revealed. <laughs> <laughs> they do have red eyes. Yeah. yeah, who knows, man? Right. But that so she says, hey, the mice have hidden this fucking important thing this whole time. Yeah. And it's just in the castle wall. Uh. We've been waiting around for four episodes for Voltron. And these mice are the thing standing between me and my robot. Yes. Well, that's what finally gets us that robot. Yes, sir. And boy, does it satisfy. It's a release. It is. uh, It is like a bottle of Coca-Cola on a summer day. Yeah, baby. The music, the art. The dumb shit that their leader Keith says over this forming Voltron. Again, it's the same thing every time. Activate interlocks. Dinotherms connected. Infracells up. Mega thrusters are go. Let's go. And Voltron bisects the row beast, literally, like cuts it into pieces. Luckily, it's a row beast. Yep. You're such all, a row beast. All of this together, this is my happy place. This is where I want to live. On today's episode. On today's episode is the segment in which we here at Days Past Tooncast take the disparate pieces, the individual robot lions of the cartoon that we watched, and we assemble them into a legendary moral yes a moral lesson for us to learn uh-huh and today is no different travis we're not gonna not do that today good i was hoping good yeah. i'm yeah. glad okay well i mean okay so can you tell me buddy <laughs> <laughs> the moral that you learned from voltron and the voltron force yes sir yes sir i can so through 12 hours of cartoon <laughs> yes that, felt that like we it. peruse through um i'm gonna have to say that individuality is important it is it is important to be yourself but when you work with people other forms and other cultures to to form one organization or one body that's going to lead you to the next generation you know the next the next movement that is important and that'll get you where you need to be in this life so there <laughs> That that is when you know you've so, you've reached the 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 next level. So they're they're both important. You say yes. Okay. Yeah. I just But if you had to place more importance on individuality uh-huh. or banding together yes. as a unit, right, and possibly losing some individuality, uh-huh. which would you take a stance for? Uh, right in the middle, right in the middle area of that the gray area. You would take a stance of neutrality. Yes. Yes. Understood. Strong. Right. Yeah. Will Will what did you what did you take away from this 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 uh long novel of a of a movie we watched? It was, it was like watching a mini series. Yes. Uh, I guess that's technically what it was. War and Peace. What what you what you gain from this? Uh, common wisdom says that delayed gratification yeah. can make a good thing even better. Mhm. Some people would argue that watching Voltron for five episodes with no Voltron. Right. And then finally getting that Voltron at the end. I mean, I sure was happy to see him. Like it was, I I was too. I, it was good. I will say that. And so some could argue that the reason it was so good is because I wanted it so bad that I had been, you know, taste it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That I'd been teased into that point. I mean, and the same thing could be said of, you know, when they first fly out with those metal lions, they don't make Voltron right away. They will fight a road beast knowing that, they could form Voltron. Uh-huh. There's no reason not to form Voltron. Yeah. 
except to delay the inevitable. But that's when they become Voltron. It's so much sweeter, maybe. Yeah. Because they have fought the Robista Alliance, failed. And then now we become Voltron. And then as Voltron, usually fail a little bit, too, until you make Form Burning Sword. Form Blazing Sword. Blazing Sword, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally he makes a sword, yeah. which is awesome. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's so satisfying. And then he cuts the monster up yeah. into pieces. Nipples, maybe... nipples right off. <laughs> yes. Right off. Denippled. Yes. So maybe that is always better because we have waited. Yeah. But sometimes it's late. Uh-huh. And it's just time to form Voltron and make the blazing sword so we can all go home, okay? Yeah. Come on, what are we who are we kidding? Right. Give me the fucking robot. Yeah. Give me the robot. That's uh-huh. what I'm here for. <laughs> so your so your stance is to wait waiting is good. No. But, I mean, no. I'm saying some people would okay. did you not listen to me? Some yeah. people would say that. <laughs> okay. I am so, not one of them. Got you. Give got me you. the robot. Okay, okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Days Past Tombcast today. I'm coming in solo a little after the fact just to let y'all know that we're going to be taking at least one week off from publishing DPTC while we figure out how to safely record the show during the quarantine. While you're hanging around hankering for some more Tombcast action, here are a few things you can do. One, you can drop by Apple Podcasts and give us a written review and a five-star review. That helps the show out. Two, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DPTuneCast. And three, our music video is still up on YouTube, X-Men Attack. It's a mashup of the X-Men 1992 animated series theme with Sir Mixalot's Baby Got Back. Go check it out. Just search for Days Past Tunecast on YouTube or follow the link in the show notes. While you're quarantined, dig into that backlog we got. We have almost 100 episodes on tap for you to sample and keep yourself from going crazy while you stay well away from any human being you don't already live with. You like cats? We got Thundercats episodes. You like giant robots? We've got Transformers episodes. Dust them off, enjoy them, just most importantly, stay safe and stay healthy, and we'll be back to you as soon as we can. From Travis and I over here at the Days Past Tunecast. Wash those hands and tutor my duder. If you chill, if you pressure, if you know what's our thing. Form Voltron. That's yeah. what's happening. Connect my head to that thing. <laughs> yeah, all that. Now put put the lion that's the hand on. Give me that finger. Oh, wait, yeah, that's what it should have been the first time, is it's awkward. It's like, so wait, what do we It's just one bar, it's yeah. one. <laughs> I don't think this is right. <laughs> give me the robot. Baby. Give me no. that fucking robot. Baby, no. Travis, give me that robot. Yeah. Hey, Travis, you got that robot? You fucking robies. I'm a robies. <laughs> row, row, row your beast. <laughs> Jelly down the blood. <laughs>